0: everyone welcome to the honey and grace podcast i'm your host veronica waldrop and i pray that we can taste and see a little bit of god's goodness through today's episode together let's do it welcome back to the honey and grace podcast i'm so excited for today's episode and guest because she's going to be one of my favorites Um, she's actually my cousin. So obviously, I've known her my whole life, literally. And I've been able to watch her grow and become an amazing young woman of God. And so thank you, Megan, for being on the podcast with me today. I'm
1: glad to be here. That was so sweet.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, so first, before we even start talking about anything, would you like to tell us just a little bit about yourself and who you are, what you do? Oh, Lord,
1: well, um, I'm Megan Waldrop. I am, of course, Veronica's cousin. But I am 25 years old. I, you know, I work at my church um, as in the creative department at Grace Life Pentecostal Church and. It's something that I really enjoy. I love being in the creative world and doing photography, videography, all those things. But overall, you know, I was in campus ministry whenever I was in college and being out of college, I still, you know, I'm involved a little bit, but it's just a new season for me shifting out of college mm-hmm. and all of those things into a workforce. But I do think that, you know, I have a passion for ministry, a passion for people and winning souls. So I think it's just, it's great to kind of be a part of it in all aspects.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I know that you're a big part of your church and not really things that we see you on, but a lot of behind the scenes and that's where a lot of the work is. So
1: yeah, it definitely is. It's, it is a rewarding process and it can also be humbling to, you know, you do a lot of things that people don't see and not notice, but creative's are doing things for ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it be a photo that you're capturing um, or a video that you take or a graphic, it's all for glory to God. And it's right. all for, you know, people to see that and see the, um, the passion or see the, heartbreak or whatever it is that a person is feeling and you capture that, it's just nothing feels better than, you know, somebody coming to church and they're like, I saw this on social media. I saw this and it's like, I don't need that gratification, but it does bring me joy to know that I am, you know, impacting the kingdom and a part of the kingdom in some way. And so I just, I love it. And yeah, it's a great, it's a great outlet for sure. And to also teach people like, you know, at our church, our goal is always to empower young people and to teach them because we can't do it all by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I love to like teach our younger kids to all the things that I know. And I'm definitely not a professional at all, but <laughs> I try and I've learned and I've done it a while and I just want them to see them flourish and grow in the things that they have.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love all the things that y'all produce and stuff. I know that you mentioned the other day that y'all have a lot of people come to your church because of things that are posted on social media. And we might not get that or see that because mm-hmm. we don't see who's coming to church because of it. But it is definitely a big ministry and a part of ministry yeah. doing social media things because our world basically runs on social media yeah, now. Is. So It's like all,
1: all about like a real. But, and you know, like the reels and the photos and all of those things. We never want to take away from what the Lord like is doing or it's not. And once again, like very important that we never think that it's about us and that yeah. we, Oh, I did that photo or I did that video. It's right. just like, it's for the Lord. Yeah. And that's all just, for God's
0: glory. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, so I do have something that I want to talk about today. Actually, before I go into it, funny story. So this week, um, usually I always have what I want to talk about planned out and stuff like in advance of what I'm going to record. So um, but this week was a little bit different because I was honestly blank and I did have a schedule. I had a schedule for who I wanted to on the podcast this week and next week and I think even the week after and so I had it all planned out but I was praying about it because I always pray about this podcast um, but I was praying about it and I think it was about Wednesday. I just genuinely, I was like, I don't know if this is right anymore. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. And by Thursday, I had told my mom, I was like, I'm blank. Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. This is kind of stressful. Like, it was kind of crazy. But you came over Thursday night for some, you came over to help me with some stuff. And you ended up, we ended up getting on the conversation of, waiting and seasons of waiting and relationships and ministry and all of that. And when you left, I literally told my mom, I was like, it's so crazy how the Lord works because she was coming over to help me with something. But she just I I just she was coming over because the Lord wants her to be on the podcast next because she has something to say I know that she does so and it definitely touched me everything you said so I know that someone is going to take from this because um we're in the month of February and the month of February is love and hearts and I mean I know it is for me I think about (laughs) Valentine's Day and stuff so I think most people do but um so yeah we're in the month of February and when this is out Valentine's Day will have been last week but I think Valentine's Day, I have always loved Valentine's Day. I just, Mm. I've always loved it. But um, for some people, some years, it can be a little bit harder than usual if you're not in a relationship or happy or if you're just in a different season of life. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today, dating and relationships and waiting on God's will and even in ministry, waiting on God's will, stuff like that. So...
1: Yeah. So I am definitely not a relationship expert whatsoever. Um, If anything, I've had my fair share of heartbreak and, you know, waiting on the Lord to do, you know, at times I've been like, God, like, why didn't this relationship work out? Or, you know, why can't I be happy? Like you see all these people, they're dating, you know, I'm 25 years old. And, but one thing that I set for myself at a really young age is, I don't want to ever settle for something that, that I don't feel like the Lord has 100% wanted for me. And I have seen, you know, just in lives around me that, you know, you don't always want to settle for something because you feel like you're never going to get something better Mm -hmm. because that's not true. Like the Lord will, the Lord loves you and he, you know, loves what we love and he cares about the things that we care about. And so I think that it's important to wait on the Lord. And I know saying that is not easy to hear <laughs> because everybody's like, yeah, wait on the Lord, whatever. <laughs> right? You know, everybody gets tired of it. Yeah. And I was one of those people. I would be like, yeah, but really, like, what is it going to be <laughs> good for me? And so I would always just be like, yeah, but over time, (laughs) my voice. Okay. But over time, um, I really have seen, and with consecration and prayer, you know, the deeper you go and the more that you have a relationship with the Lord, the more that He will, you know, speak to you and reward you and all those things. And I felt like probably the past couple of years, um, you know, I want to always do the will of God. And I had a friend, one of my very best friends, she was talking to me and she was like, you know, there's a difference in, there's this concept and we kind of get it out of, I can read the scripture. We kind of get it out of the, um, out of Romans 12, one and two, I beseech you, Therebefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your re- reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so, whenever we, I, we kind of have like this concept of there's a perfect will of God. And then there's like, you know, there, you can always be in the will of God, but there is always just something that God has perfectly, um, orchestrated and molded for you. Like he created you and he made you with this plan in mind. And so not saying that, you know, everybody's like, well, what if I don't marry the right person or what if I don't do this? Or what if I do this ministry, but God really wants me to do this ministry and, I have always felt that, um, well, it's actually been a revelation for me the past couple of years is that I can't love somebody that with my complete self, if I'm not complete. And so I have to be able to minister and to do things for the Lord as myself and completely whole, because the Lord wanted me to kind of develop my own ministry and develop things for myself without feeling like I need um, a relationship to do that because God didn't create us to require a relationship. They're a helpmate. They're a person to do ministry with and to do things with. And and so um, this concept of there's a perfect will and then there's like just, you know, a will of God. So like you could go one way, like say you're dating somebody and you're like, I'm not sure, but say you do go that route. And they're a godly person and they love the Lord and you do ministry. And it may not be something you particularly wanted to do, but, you know, God could give you a burden and a, a love for that. But there's also a perfect will where God has somebody for you and God has a ministry for you or a thing for you. And it's exactly what he has perfectly set up for you. So there's a there's always God's always going to take care of you and God's always going to have his hands on you. But you always want to pray that God, please let me be in your perfect will, because even though you may be living, you just may not be to your full potential. And this isn't like something that this is just something that my friend really helped me understand when I was in a relationship I wasn't fully sure about. And it's not the relationship, the problem. That's not the problem they're all great people, but it's like what does God truly want me to do and what does God truly have for me and it was a big um it was a big revelation for me and in return it was like I had to go through a season of waiting and a season of you know hurt like you're hurting, you're in a relationship and you break up or, you know, you feel like you want to be called to this ministry or you feel like you should be doing this, but other people are doing it. And you have to keep a good attitude and be like, stay in the word, stay prayed, prayed up basically, like to keep a good attitude. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. You're like seeing all the, these people do the things and that you feel like maybe you should have done. And, and that's not, it, it, people are lying if they say they've never felt that way. But there's a way of saying, God, help me. Help me to be the best version of me to not feel jealousy or envy or any of those things. Because God will always produce a fruitfulness and always come through for you. And I, for me, it was like I went through a season and I felt really like, alone. And I was sad. And I was like, God, like, I want to do what you have for me. Right. But it feels like you don't hear me. Like you can't see me. And, you know, over time, I really learned that that was not it. And he showed me like, you know, I do see you, but I had a path that was my perfect will for you. And I just really love that about him is sometimes you just really have to have faith and having faith is not always easy. And it's like, once again, one of those other concepts of like faith. Yeah. Everybody's like have faith, but how deep is your faith? Like you talked about a couple podcasts ago is the, um, the faith of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people can't fully comprehend that or wrap their head around that. Like, it's like such a small thing. (laughs) Right. And you're like, that's crazy. But in the end, like, you really do have to have faith, but you also have to have faith in the Lord that he is merciful and he is gracious and that he loves you because I have, you know, I was talking to my friend the other day and they were like, you know, I, God has told me no so many times in a relationship or um, I try to go this route in a ministry or like, and doors just shut, 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 shut. And it's just like, God just keeps telling me no. So whenever something good does come and it, you're like, is this the will of God? You're like fearful that the Lord is just going to say no, but you have to have faith that he has you in his hands and he wants to give you good. And he's not just telling you no, because he's mean and he doesn't like you. (laughs) It's because it's like your parents, like you get told no because they're protecting you and they're guiding you and they're putting you in the right direction. And it is, a hard lesson that I've had to learn over my years of just developing my own relationship with the Lord and yeah. not a relationship that my friends have, or my mentors have, or my family has. It's me and my relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier about lonely Feeling lonely and settling. And I actually read something about that the other day because I feel like all of us as people, I mean, we struggle with different things. The mm-hmm. Like the enemy knows what he can tempt mm-hmm. us with and struggle. But I feel like pretty much all of us can relate and say that loneliness is something that we can definitely struggle with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, everybody wants to be, feel loved and be loved and feel a connection with someone. And sometimes when God doesn't give us that person, we just feel like, you know, we're alone and lonely and it'll cause us to settle for whatever comes by or whatever yeah looks good or sounds good or feels good. We'll just settle for it, even if it's not what we really want, but we just want to feel it at the time. And um, I know that you have always been such a, an advocate for not settling. Mm-hmm. And some people, I know that you always mention how people will ask you, you know, when are you going to get in a relationship? When are you going to finally do this? Like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> but you're just so um, big on just don't settle because God has something great for you and you'll know when you know you'll just know yeah so there
1: are you know that's not a universal thing where it's like you know when you know yeah but for me i felt like um you know you just feel a complete peace mm-hmm. and the lord will also allow everyone in your life to feel peace about it as well and that's what i've always been taught and that's something that my pastor always said always says is you know, you got to feel peace. And do you Mm -hmm. feel peace? And if you don't feel 100%, then, you know, you need to think about it. You need to pray about it and just go because peace is one of the biggest things for me is, you know, you, I've kind of grew up in a life of chaos sometimes. (laughs) And I mean, you know, life isn't always easy. And I feel like for me, it's like always like, like, oh my goodness, another thing. Like, I just can't ever catch my my breath or catch a break or whatever. I'm just like, always just feel like I'm just always under attack. But for me, that has been a motivation for me to, that the Lord has been with me. Like he's been so good to me and kept me through all the things that, you know, I've been through and all the things that I've done, like even though he still loves me. And even though he, he really could have, I could really could have been in a lot worse places or done a lot yeah. or gotten out of church or whatever. And so I'm just really glad that, um, I kept that steadfast, you know, love for the Lord and did all of that because, you know, first you need to love the Lord and mm-hmm. first you need to, you know, sometimes people will say they're in a lonely season, but I think that the Lord wants you to be alone so that you can be alone with him. Right. And so that you can captivate this relationship of it's okay to be alone because you're not really alone. You have him. Mm-hmm. And whenever your, your heart is made whole and renewed, it is truly a good thing. <laughs> and so I think that yes, loneliness is hard, but God will, you know, bring you out of that and show you, this is why I needed you alone because I had this really great thing for you on the other side. And so I am a bit big advocate for that. And I think that, you know, his grace is a lot better yeah. than, than dealing. Because another thing that I was thinking about is People feel like if they've been in a relationship and they've messed up or they've not even relationship, but they've been in something that done something wrong and they messed up and they feel condemnation or, you know, they're like, I can never be in ministry because I did this or I did this. And I think that we have to realize like when I went or what I said earlier is that the Lord. He has grace for us. And just because you messed up doesn't mean you can't do things for the Lord. You're an empty vessel. You're a vessel for the Lord. And if you turn away from those things and He will make you new and He will do just as mighty things through you as He could do through somebody who's never
0: experienced anything you know, like that. Yeah, that's good. So when you mentioned earlier how you would always— cling on to that peace and the goodness from God whenever you were in a season and you Mm -hmm. felt lonely and it seemed like God was being mean to you, but he's Mm -hmm. not. Um, that's so good. It's important for us to cling on to the goodness of God, even through like a storm and a trial. And we feel like everything's crashing down and God is being mean to us. Mm-hmm. And He's taken this person away or He's making that door close for your ministry or whatever it is. And He's not being mean to us. He's just, He has greater things in store. And I think it's definitely hard for us to, it definitely is hard for us to think about that in a good way when we're feeling sad or lonely and or even heartbroken and we don't see the good right now but it's important for us to remember all of the things he has done for us. My mom was talking about that at church one service and she was saying that no matter what you're going through, we can cling on to the things that he has done for us to get us through this storm mm-hmm. because we can't do it on our own and like you were mentioning, how God will put us like almost feels like in a box and be alone. He's not doing it for us to just be alone. We're alone with Him, and He wants us to grow closer to Him and in prayer, and that's our time to be in prayer and getting closer to Him and stuff like that because He has something greater for us, and He's preparing us for it, and we do have to be complete with him and just mm-hmm. ourselves before we want to be complete with someone else. Yeah. That's really good.
1: Yeah. It is. It's so important. And it's a hard lesson to learn. And I wanna I always want to tell people before they have to learn that lesson. You <laughs> know, that but sometimes it takes people having to go through it themselves, you know, to like have to face that and to experience themselves. And I'm always like, you don't have to You don't have to do it. Like I promise I've been there and you don't have to feel this way. And you, if you allow the Lord to work on you during this time, he will. And if you allow him, he will take you places way further than you could ever imagine because you're allowing him to use you. And I think that I'm just always very thankful. And even when I pray or I'm praying for, you know, lost friends, lost family members or whatever. I always at the end, I'm like, Lord, thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Thank you in advance for the things that I know the promises that you've told me Mm -hmm. and the things that I know that you are capable of doing. And I want you to know that I'm thankful that you will do them because Mm -hmm. that's my way of saying, God, I have faith that you Mm -hmm. will do it. And I have faith and I'm believing that, you know, this person will come back to church or, you know, this person will be healed because I believe that you can do it. And I just want to show my confidence in him.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: When I'm praying and trying to do the best I
0: can. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely takes some work on our part to say, God, I know that you're going to do it and you're going to come through and it doesn't feel like it or seem like it. And I may not be doing the best right now, but I know that you're going to help me through this because he's our strength. And like, It's very important when we're going through something to not try to lean on ourselves because when we're going, I mean, who are we to think that we have it all under control and that we can get through this battle alone or do it on our own because we can't, the Lord is here to help us. And yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I keep thinking about how hard it is to, say that with confidence yeah. when you're going through something but it's so important for us to do that because he sometimes God just tests us to see what we're going to do and how we're going to act or and I know a, there's a song that I mentioned in another podcast but um it's in not worried she mentioned oh, I love that song. When I heard you said on that podcast. It's I was so like,
1: good. Oh, I love that song. Even when I'm <laughs> like going through the worst thing i'll play and i'm like in my car like (laughs) crying and i'm like (laughs) like because it's like not worried or i'm trying to not be worried (laughs) i'm kind of worried
0: but i'm I'm kind of worried but god i believe you will (laughs) you know take it yeah so yes i love that song yeah she mentions when she kind of does her little preach at the end that um the people around us are watching how we respond to yeah. this trial and this storm. And that's so true. When you go to church and a lot of people know that you're going through something, you might have told them or that it just goes down the line, mm-hmm. whatever, because it yeah. usually does. Yeah. <laughs> but um, people are watching how you respond to that difficult time and you can be a light to them in just being in your storm. And you don't even know you're not even talking to them really, but they see how you have faith during this time and it inspires them to have faith in whatever they're going through in just everyday life because he's good in the bad times and in the good times. So that's. Yeah. One thing
1: um, for me is,
0: you know, it's easier.
1: I think for me, because I I've had a good life and the Lord loves me and he has blessed me beyond anything that I could ever imagine. But, you know, I've gone through some things and I've been through several things and I'm like, I'm not going to make it through this Mm -hmm. or or I'm like crying. And I'm like, God, can you just stop doing this to (laughs) me? Like don't bully somebody else, but he's not bullying me. He's shaping me and molding me. But in my moment, I'm what was me pity me. I'm upset. And I'm like, God, like I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, all the time. like, And so I get that. But I always come out. And I always make it out the other side. And right. the Lord always shows me at the end. And so I'm getting to the point now where it's like when something's happening. And I'm like going through my little pity. What was the situation? <laughs> I'm like, Lord, you have always pulled me out. Right. You have always brought me through. You have always... Kept me, you have always kept me, and it's just like all I can do in that moment instead of praying, God, fix this, God, do this. I'm like praying and I'm worshiping, and I'm like, Thank you, Jesus, because you have brought me out of all of these things. So I think that the Lord kind of also allows us to spiritually grow and develop in these situations because He's like, You know, I went from crying and begging God to fix it 24 <laughs> seven to God, please help me. But if not, Lord, I love you yeah. anyways. And I worship, you know, I thank you for what you've already done. So yeah. even if you don't do this, I don't care because I love you anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. I, no matter what, like you can take it all away. It, it, you can have it because, yeah. and that's one thing that I, struggle with is I'm a control freak. Mm -hmm. I'm a severe control freak. Right. And so really laying it all at his feet. Sometimes if I'm trying to take control, like recently I've been, you know, kind of dealing with where he has kind of taken everything in my life out of my control. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, you don't really have a say in this situation. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place of, I don't know what to do. I don't know how this is going to come out. And he kind of is like, release all of your control and let me, Handle it, and that is one of the hardest things for me is to release completely everything. I'm like just a little bit, like let me just have a little control, like (laughs)
0: this, (laughs) like just a little, just a little, let's negotiate. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: he, like, I think he's really been challenging me in this recent season of my life. Is is to. Give him everything and everybody's like, yes, I give you everything, but no, like actually like in your job, in your life, in your relationship, in your family, in your, where you live, what you do, how you do it, how you talk, all of these things, he really wants you to give you, give everything. And that's not always easy (laughs) because you're like, okay, but you know, even with like what you watch or what you listen to, you're like, but you know, I like really like this show. Like (laughs) I love Netflix. And he's like, no, you kind of need to develop a life of consecration. And, you know, you can, there's a balance, but, you know, let me be the center of your life and the actual center and not whenever you choose to do it. Yeah. And so I think that that has really been a big lesson for me is control and not being a control freak. And I also don't do really well with change in the Lord. You know, at my church, we – My pastor's wife, she's a huge mentor in my life. And she has always implemented, you know, choosing a word for the year. Mm -hmm. And what your word is, is kind of something of focus that you pray about before. And you kind of in the Lord laid on my heart this year is change. My word is change and I hate change and change is the worst thing ever to me. I don't (laughs) like it because I'm a control freak, but he's like, really changing a lot in my life during the season. And so he's really putting that word into action. And I'm like, Lord, this wasn't what I meant Mm -hmm. when I said, okay, like you, I'll take change, but sometimes change isn't always good and change doesn't always feel good. Yeah. Change, you know, there's sometimes a change that feels awesome and you're like, yes, like (laughs) I'm getting a new job that is um, paying me like, 20,000 more or whatever, (laughs) something crazy. And then there's a change where it's like, you know, you may lose your job Mm. or you may, but God is still changing your life in a different circumstance, but it is going to be for your good. It just may not feel good right now. And that's something that I am learning (laughs) very much.
0: I think that's the reality of being in God's will because Like we listen to mentors, preachers, whatever, talking about how they're in God's will and their story. And we're like, oh, I want to be in God's will. I want to be in God's will. But it's a lot harder than we think, I think, um, because my mom has always told me and my dad has always told me to pray for God's will in my life. And I think if you're going to start doing that, you need to be sure and prepared that you want to pray for God's will in your life, Um, because it reminds me of... Like, just laying your life down at his feet and surrendering to him to where he can have all of it. And you're saying, God, you can have every part of me and you can do whatever you want to do with every part of me. And a lot of times, I I can't say every time, but I think a lot of times, especially when young people do that, it will be like, God will be like, okay, like, I'm going to do that. And then it's like, how a lot of people reference to the Potter and the clay and how he like molds you and makes you into something great. But then he just smushes it all. And you're just like a big lump of (laughs) nothing and it's ugly and it's bad. And it's just horrible. And it reminds me of that because sometimes he just has to break us to put us where he wants us to be and to position us. And, um, Psalms 147 and 3 mentions that He heals the brokenhearted. So even though He is breaking us and we can look at our life and say, yeah, he's I'm broken right now, but He did it gracefully. And it's a promise to me that He's going to heal my broken heart yeah. and He's going to fix what He started because I know that He has a plan for it. He's not just breaking me to let me just die yeah. and sad. Like he's, he's doing it for a reason. So mentioning the, you being in God's will and having lots of change, it just reminds me of that. That's so good. Yeah. The will of God is not always going to be easy. And I think mm-hmm. that
1: people genuinely think that they're like, if I'm in the will of God, we're mm-hmm. easy Because we just think
0: of the blessings.
1: Yeah, but there is hard things that come with the will of God and you have to pray for strength and pray that God will guide you and continue to guide you and, you know, be in the word. It's a lamp in your feet, you know, right. like you got to do what you got to do. You got to yeah. stay strong. But what you said about the potter and the clay, I was thinking one of my um, friends and CMI, um, she was teaching and I really loved this concept that she said and she talked about the process and I'm not 100% like it's off memory, but (laughs) the process of gold and how it's like made. And it talks about, I remember her saying that first it has to be burned and like, like, um, basically melted and disintegrate, like, just like completely destroyed in order to be purified Mm -hmm. and made to the beautiful way it looks now.
0: Yeah, that's good. And so
1: once again, Shelby, if you're listening, don't quote me on that. (laughs) But that is from the gist of it is like, you know, sometimes it's going to be ugly and it's going to be really – completely destroyed but at the end it's a a beautiful result of what it looks and so it that's something that really blessed me and I love to kind of tell that story whenever people feel like you know it's not gonna work out but Mm -hmm. it is, it will because there's a beautiful result and how it turns out
0: yeah I always have to remind myself that His ways are higher than what I could ever do with my own life because if we try to control every step that we make and like you said, try to be in control and just direct our own paths, we don't know where we'll be like one day. But if we trust in God and where He wants to take us, His ways are higher than we could ever imagine. And what He wants us to be is so much greater than what we could ever be ourselves. So that's really good. Um, do you have anything else that you would like to leave with us on the Honey and Grace podcast today? I just think that waiting on the
1: Lord is not easy, but allow that season of your life to be a way of growing your walk with the Lord, cultivate, cultivating a deeper, um, consecration and devote your time to him, because in the end, like all of those things, all of those hard times, all of those feelings, the Lord will reward you and he will bring you out on the other side. And I just think that waiting is a hard thing, but waiting is also such a beautiful thing. And So, yes, I think that the Lord is great and he will do great things if you allow him to do that in you.
0: Absolutely. That's so good. I know that everything you said today and what you said the other night has absolutely touched me. If it wasn't for anyone else, it was definitely for me. But I know that it's touched somebody that's listening on this podcast today, and I just hope that we can all take it and apply it to our lives and really just dwell on that on waiting because I know there's a lot of us that are probably in a waiting season or a different season of something that we might not understand, but we have to trust in God and believe that his ways are higher and he's going to get us through this, through this time and this mm-hmm. storm. So thank you so much, Megan, for being on the podcast today. I'm, we're all so blessed by what you've had to say. Oh. I'm so glad to be here. And I wanted to mention, just because it's funny, but um, <laughs> like, like at first, when I had first announced the podcast, Megan was actually texting me. And um, I had asked her or she had told me she's into creatives and all the techie stuff. So she was telling me that she could help me. And I was like, yeah, I need your help because I know that you're good at that stuff. And she was like, well, if you're asking me to be on a guest star on the podcast, the answer is yes. (laughs) And I was like, well, we're not there yet. But yes, I do want you to be on here one day. But I know that she'll be back on here because everything that you've said has been so good. So. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to be your guest star today. Love you. You're so great. <laughs> so, um, if you've gotten anything from something that we've said today, please share with a friend or on social media. We do have uh, Instagram and Facebook now. It's at Honey and Grace Pod. So go follow on that. And I can't wait to talk to you all again. I pray that the rest of this week will let God's goodness to be like grace to our ears and honey to our souls. Thank you so much for listening.